It looks episode, a little bit modern though. It looks like a, it's an interesting zach. It's something that you can't chop right away. That's the biggest vice that there's something very teeth going on. If there's something that you can understand, this, hey, you can understand certain mitzvahs, you can understand at a very basic level. You wear tzitzis. Tzitzis said, why do you wear tzitzis? Because tzitzis reminds you of the tariag mitzvah. It's something you can understand with your moichen, you're able to understand. It's something which obviously has a tremendous amount of depth to it as well. But there's a, there's a, there's a pashup shot as well. But when it comes to a yantif, when it comes to a day, when it comes to him and hug him, which Chazal call, it's not a regular minig, it's minig neviyam heim, which means it's a higher level than a regular minig. I'm going to make a brach on it, but it's a minig neviyam. When it comes to a minig, which is a modern minig, that it, you can't understand that in a pashat shah. There's no taich in what the minig is and how the minig makes sense in a pashat way that's the biggest vice that there's something very teeth going on. And we're all going to stand tomorrow in shul and we're going to dive in Hashanah Rabbah and at the, end of Ashan, at the end of all the Ashanas, we're going to go through all the Ashanas. That's the Indian of Ashanah Rabbah. We don't just say one day, one day, one of the days of Ashanas. We go through all the days of Ashanas. And then at the end, we hold the Lulav and Esrig. And we first we begin by taking off all the three rings off the Lulav and the Esrig, which represent Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Each one of the three rings, the Mishabur already brings down, that is the Indian to have Dafka, three rings, not just Lulav, Tzarek, Eged, that's the bottom. We need to have three rings on top, and the three rings represent the Gimel Avos, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. You take off the three rings, and then you take the Lulav. And you take the Esrig, and you take the Hadassim. You take the Minim, which are Yesh Batam, Yesh Barech, Yesh Barech, Ve'en Batam, Yesh Batam, Ve'en Barech. You put them all down, and you take the Aravis. And the Aravis, we know from Chazal, the Aravis is Ein Batam, Ve'en Barech. And you make this whole Avoidu with the Aravis. It's a whole major Avoidu with the Aravis. You take the Aravis, and you clap, you clap, them, on the, you clap them on the floor. You're clapping Ashanas on the floor. You're supposed to do it five times. We Mamtik Dinim. And then you take the Aravis and there's a minigan Klal Yisrael and obviously this minig has Shirashim from early on that you take the Aravis and you dafka put them on top of the Oran Kodesh. The Lulav's not there, the Esrig's not there, all the other, all the other of the Dalad Minim, you burn maybe by, by Bir Chametz, but only the Aravis, the Aravis which is Ein Batan, the Ein Bareach, gets placed on top of the Oran, it's a Modnazach. And it doesn't make any sense, it doesn't, I understand maybe there's a Milo to the Aravis, that Aravis even Ein Batan, the Ein Bareach, we spoke last year by Richos that the Rabbanisham Zahava, even for the year that's Ein Batan, the Ein Bareach, but what after put down the other three Minim? What's wrong with the Esrog and the Lulav and the Dasim? So there's something good about the Aravis, the Aravis, even though it's Ein Batan, the Ein Bareach, there's something good about it. But what after put down the Esrog? The Esrig's Yesh Batam Yesh Barech. I spent a few hundred dollars on my Esrig. I spent real time in the Shuk looking for an Esrig and picking out a perfect Esrig. And they tell me, just put your Esrig down. It doesn't make a difference what happens to it. Only pick up that Rava. Fine, I'll pick up that Rava. But let me pick up that Rava together with everything else. Let me maybe put that Rava higher than the Lulav. Why do I put down the other Gimel Minim? I put down the Lulav. I put down the Adasim. I put down the Esrig. And I pick up that Rava. And I make a whole major Indian with that Rava. I buy new Aravas. I don't take that Ravas that I had in my Lulav the whole time. I go ahead and I buy new Aravas. And I buy Dafka five Aravas. And I make this whole bundle of Ashanis. And I take them and I clap them on the ground. What's the Indian? So again, as we said, anything, anything that's not moving me Elov means that it's a Tifa Indian. But there's one, there's one taich in, 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 in perhaps that it's Kedaita Sever and maybe we'll be Meirach a, a, a little bit later in the night, you know, a, few, a little bit later in the night, maybe some other Pratim as well. But one Prat that I think it's Kedaita it's it's Chazar over because this is, this is the Iker Indian, the Iker Maila of the Aravis versus the Esrig and the Lulav and the at Lulav and the Adasim. That even though there's a Maila, Gan Sukkis and the Esrig, the Lulav and the Adasim, and a person spends more time and more money on, on all of those Minim rather more than the Arava. But Afal Pika and Shan Rabbah, it's this gala that there's a certain mala to the Rava that nothing else has. 
There's a ma'isa that we've set up before in shul. We set up parts of the ma'isa. Obviously, we haven't gone through the whole ma'isa of Arichas. But one of the ma'isa mitzvah purim ma'isas from Rav Nachman, who was his yard site this week. Chai Tishrei, Rav Nachman's yard site. One of the ma'isa that Rav Nachman has that we've chazed over different parts of it because it's the ma'isa which is you say this every one of the thirteen ma'isas is you say this of life. But dafka this ma'isa, the ninth ma'isa is mamash the you say of life. And maybe perhaps the Yisoyed of our Dar more than any other Dar. Mamash, the Yisoyed of what it means to be able to be alive, to be able to be connected to Hashem, what it means to be able to live a personal avoidance Hashem, not to be caught up on what other people are doing, but to be able to live in that need, to be able to live the understanding of what I bring to the table that nobody else brings. To a person to really be able to live in Ruchnes and Gashmes, a life of Yishev Adas, a person has to spend a lot of time in this Maisa. The Maisa, the ninth Maisa, the Maisa of the Chacham and the Tam. And we're not going to go through the whole Maisa, but there's one part of the Maisa that's Mamash, this Indian of our the, the Maisa goes, Bekitzer, very, very Bekitzer. At the beginning of the Maisa, there's a Chacham and the Tam. And the Chacham and the Tam grew up in the same Cheder. They grew up in the same little village. And the Chacham and the Tam, the Tam wasn't somebody who was stupid. He wasn't a Shaita, but he was simple. Somebody who lived his life with simplicity. Somebody who wasn't involved in Chachmas and Cheshboinus, constantly looking at searching for something else. He was somebody who was, ta, who was a Tam, like Yaakov, Yaakov is Ishtam, Yoisha Vahalim. Somebody who was able to sit in the oil and he was happy with whatever took place. He left his dearest Keva. He came into the dearest Arai, like Yaakov Avinu, and he was happy with whatever he had. Which is the Indian of Sukkis is that a person's supposed to be an Ishtam, a person's supposed to be. You know, have have a, have a hatzlacha and be able to have simcha over what he has. That's why we find that the first time Sukkot is mentioned is Dafka by Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov's the Ishtam, and the Tom was somebody who was pasha, he was happy with his life in the village. He married a simple girl from the village, became a shoemaker, and he lived his life with simplicity. He wasn't making a lot of money. He didn't buy a fancy house. He didn't buy a fancy car. He lived his life, but he lived his life with such simcha. Nachman goes on to describe the simcha that this year had for every cup of water that he drank and every piece of bread that he that he ate. Mama, she had the simcha greater than the greatest usher head when he had the most expensive bottle of wine and the most expensive piece of meat. He was somebody who lived real tamimas and pshitas. Somebody who lived his life that he was just happy. The Chacham on the other hand was the opposite of that. The Chacham was somebody who was constantly searching. Somebody who was looking for something more than whatever he had by him. He wasn't happy with the village. He leaves the village as soon as he gets old enough to go out on his own. And he starts to head to the big town and he's in one big town and that big town is not big enough for him. So he goes to another big town, he gets one job, he becomes a, a, a rifa doctor. And he says, that's not enough. He becomes a stone cutter and he becomes, a, he becomes somebody who's refining gold, constantly looking for something else that's gonna make him happy. Rabbi Nachman says, any person that he spoke to, he couldn't really enjoy the conversation with him because every conversation that he had, he said, the guy's not holding where I'm holding. So I can't really have a good conversation with the person because who can understand the Madragas that I'm on? Who's as big of a Chacham as I am? And every hotel that he went to, he was miserable when he walked into the hotel because he said, this is a hotel. This is not a nice hotel. They don't understand how to be able to fold the blankets properly. The pillows are not soft enough. Everything, everything, everything that he experienced in life was never good enough for him. He was always constantly, he was a Chacham. Chacham is Eina Bereshai, Chacham is Reyes Anoyled, but he did it in the way of Klippa. He did it in a way where it wasn't a Maila, but he was always Reyes Anoyled, always looking for the next thing, always looking for the next fix, always looking for something else that was going to make him happy because he wasn't Yoshev Alam. He wasn't an Ishtam Yoshev Alam. He didn't have any Simcha where he was. He always thought that the Simcha is going to come from the next thing, the next, the next you know, big job that he's going to get, the next big, you know, next big house that he's going to buy, the next car that he's going to buy. The Simcha is not here. The Simcha is somewhere over there without the ability to be the Yisa Ach Sameach. That was the life of the, the Chacham. And Rabbi Nachman goes through about Arichas, the difference between the Chacham and the Tam and what happened to the Chacham, what happened to the Tam. And the Tam lived a beautiful, beautiful life. And the Chacham lived a miserable life. Nothing was ever good enough for him. No person was good enough for him. No wife was going to be good enough for him to marry. No house was going to be good enough for him. No clothing was ever going to be good enough for him. Nothing was ever good enough for him because he lived the life of Chacham. Ezu Chacham Arayas and Eilid. And Rabbi Nachman says that the Melech, who's a Melech that lived in their, you know, in their province, in their, in their, in their, uh, 
their country that they lived. And this Melech heard about the Chacham and the Tam. And this Melech heard about this tremendous plea that there was a Chacham and the Tam and they were best friends growing up. And each one went their own way. And the Melech decided that he wants to meet the Chacham and the Tam. He wants to spend time with them. To hear, hear the Tam's point of view, hear the Chacham's point of view, hear the different way that they experience life. Very, very different. Even though they grew up in the same home, they now live lives. Mamash menakatsa And the Melech decided that he wants to hear the way the Chacham lives his life and the way the Tam lives his life. So the Melech sends a messenger, both to the Chacham and the Tam, inviting them to the palace. And the difference between the way the Chacham answers the message and the way the Tam answers the message is the difference between the lula of the Eshek and Adasim and the Arava. Listen to what Rabbi Nachman says. The, tam, the, the Shliach comes to the Tam and the Tam, and, and the tam hears that, the, that he's interested in the Tam coming, coming, to the, uh, coming, coming to the king. And he says, he says, He says, fine, he goes to his wife and he tells, and, and this is the way he describes the conversation that he had with the messenger to his wife. He says the following thing. He says, He tells his wife, I have to go. He comes running back home to his wife and he says, there's a carriage waiting outside. Where is the carriage going? The carriage is taking me to the king. The king wants that I should come to him. Shall take a frack his wife. I don't understand. Right, he says, He runs home and he tells his wife, the Melech wants me to come. And his wife asks him, Why? Why does the king want you? You're a simple guy. You're a shoemaker. You're not the best shoemaker in town. And you're definitely not the best shoemaker in the, in the whole country. Uh, you're not the smartest guy. So what does the king want you for? He said, I don't have time to answer you. The take of Nizdaraz Basimcha right away. He says, I don't have time to, to get involved in the conversation of why does the king want, want me and what does he want from me and what Mila can I bring to the king? Right away, the take of Nizdaraz Basimcha, the Holach, the Nasa, and the take He says, I have to go. The king is waiting for me. I don't have time to get involved in conversations of why, why the king wants me, what does he want me for? Almavalama, I don't have times. He runs right away into the, into the wagon. They brought him beautiful Bagadam. And he has tremendous simcha over the journey that he's having headed towards the king. That's, and Rabbi Nachman goes on to describe what happens when the Tam comes to the king, that ultimately the, the, the Melech is able to see the godless of the Tam, and he makes him not just into somebody chashev, but he makes him into one of the most chashev people within the government. The Chacham has a very, very different reaction when the Shleach comes to the Chacham. The Chacham says like this. He says that the Chacham, the Shleach comes and he says, I'm bringing you a letter from the king. He asked the shliach, he said, did you receive the letter directly from the king? No, I don't receive it from the king. I received it from somebody. The, the palace is very, very far away. Somebody sent it to somebody who sent it to me. It's been sealed the whole time, but it's, it's had a journey till it got here. There's no real melech. There's a melech that you, you saw the melech with your own eyes. You didn't see the melech with your own eyes. Zakta Chacham, how do you know there's a melech? He says, he says, he says I don't believe. He says, he says, him, um, he says, a melech that has such a great memshalah. I'm nothing compared to the melech. The Melech's interest in Rishav HaKamani, it's not possible that there's such a king. You got scammed by the guy who gave you the letter, and maybe he got scammed by the guy before him, but there's no such thing. It's impossible that a Melech Gadol would be interested, as smart as I am, but I'm shuffled by any Melech. Im Amr B'Shvili Chichmasi, you're saying because of my Chachma, that the Melech's interested in me? Ma'ani, can I get a Melech? What am I? Can I get a Melech? As great of a Chachma as I am, 
Mani kenegen a melech. Vichy enla melech hachamim. Melech doesn't have hachamim. Vigam a melech paatsme bavade hacham gadol. Uma dover zesha melech yishlach avuri. Vishtemim alzema oid maoid. Zakta hacham, there's no reason why the melech would want me. And therefore, the Chacham comes to a very, very simple conclusion. There is no Melech. And he says, he says, if you don't know, if you, don't, if you haven't seen the Melech in your, with your own eyes, then it's impossible that the Melech's around. And therefore, the Chacham says, I'm not going to the Melech. And the Chacham makes the Maskana. The Chacham comes to the Maskana that there is no Melech because you've never seen the Melech. And it's impossible. And there's no reason why the Melech would be interested in something like me. Which means when the Tom hears the Melech's message, when the Tom hears that the Melech's interested in him, when the Tom hears the Shliach's message, he doesn't ask him, did you see the king? What does the king want me for? Why would the king be interested in somebody like me? I'm a shoemaker, I'm a pushta shoemaker. The Tom, when he hears the message from the Melech, says, if the Melech is sending me an Igeris, if the Melech is sending me a letter, I'm the first person on the wagon heading straight to the Melech. I don't have time to get involved with discussions with my wife. I don't have time to figure out and to think about Alma Valama, why is the king interested in me? I'm headed straight to the palace. And the Chacham says, wait a second, it doesn't make any sense. First he tells the Shtech and the Rachman story, he says, first, wait overnight, let me think about it. Then he says, it doesn't make sense. Why would the king want me? Elamai, there is no king. And Elamai, the whole, you've got scammed into this whole thing. You're a fool. And he tries to convince the Shlech that he's a fool. When the Chacham hears that the Melech's interested in him, he says, it's not possible. Because the Melech would never be interested in me. And Elamai, there is no Melech. The difference between the Arava and the Hadassim, the Lulav and the Esrig, is that the Arava is the Tam. The Arava is Ein Batam ve'ein Barech. The Arava is simple. There's no Reach, there's no Tam, there's nothing to it. It's Ein Batam, it doesn't have anything. Ein Barech. There's no taste, there's no Reach. But what the Arava has that all the other three Minim don't have, is that the Arava is connected to the world of Tamimus and Pshitas. The Arava lives a life where it's simple. If the Melech's interested in me, so then I'm going to go running to the Melech. I, maybe, why would the Melech be interested in me? I live in Tavshin Peidalad. And do you know what Averis have done? Do you know what I've been involved in? Do you know, do you know what the Goyim looked like? Do you know what the Chafetz Chaim looked like? Do you know what the Baal Shem Tev looked like? The Melech's interested in me? Elamite, there's no Melech. And Elamite, there's no such thing called Tefillah. And Elamite, there's no concept of me going to the Melech and talking to him in my own words. It's not Shaykh Bechlau. The Melech's not interested in me talking to him. He has no Ratzin for me to be involved in a conversation with, with, with me. So Elamai, there is no Melech. And the Tam, the Arava, says exactly the opposite. If the Melech says that he's inter- interested in me, I don't know why he'd be interested in me. I have no Tam and I have no Rech. I have nothing. I have no Mitzvahs. I have no Maisim Tevim. I have no Torah. I have nothing. But if I hear that the Melech's interested in me, I'm running straight to the Melech. Tonight's new speaking of Davin Malka Mashiach, Davin Amelech. We all know that the story, what happened when Shmuel Anavi came to anoint one of Yishai's children. And Shmuel Anavi asked him, do you have a child that's right to be the Melech? And he brings out the Bechar, and he brings out son after son after son after son. And all of them, Shmuel Anavi said, it's not him. It's not him. This is not the child that the Rabbani Shem wants to anoint as Davin Malka Mashiach, as the Melech of Mashiach, Davin Amelech Yisrael Chai Vakayam. Do you have any other children? And he says, yeah, I have one other child. He's Suffolk moms there. We're not even sure what happened to him. We sent him out to the field to become a shepherd. He's out there somewhere. You probably don't mean him. He says, bring him in. And when Shmuel Navi, when David HaMelech comes in, Shmuel Navi says, this is the one that's going to be the Melech, but not any Melech. This is the ultimate Melech in Kuala Yisrael. How is it, Shaykh? The youngest one of Yishai's children, the one who was the least royal Lecherit to be the Melech, the one who was Adaymi, the one who was red like Esav, the one who was a Suffolk Mamzer, and he's going to be the Melech? I don't know why the Rabbanishim chose me, but if the Rabbanishim chose me to be the Melech, then I'm running straight towards the palace. Then I'm running and I'm saying I'm taking the Malchus upon myself and I'm saying that Kol Yisrael B'nai Melachim, that I am a Melech and the Mela, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live as a Melech. The Kol Yisrael B'nai Melachim, why me? I don't know. But if the Rabbanishim chose me, the Arava, the, 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 the Hashanah that's been, Mamash, to clap the Hashanah, and the Rabbanishim chose me to be the Melech, 
Zaktav Melech, I'm running straight towards the Rabbanu Shalom. And this is the chizik that takes place on Hashanah Rabbah. And this is why we put that Rabbah's dafka on top of, top of the Aron Kodesh. Because every morning, Mincha and Mayrev, when the Yid comes into shul, and the Yid says, the Rabbanu is interested in me. Why Amav Olama? I don't know. When the Isha inside of you, when the Yitzhar inside of you says, why do you think the Rabbanu is interested in hearing what you have to say? Tell the, tell the, tell the Yetzirah inside of you, I don't know, but I look at that Rav on top of the Aron Kodesh and I believe that there's a Yantav called Hashanah, but not Hashanah Rabba, that there's a Yantav that's able to be Mamtik, the greatest, greatest, greatest people, that the greatest and the, and the simplest people are able to daven before the Rabbanu in a real emistic way with Tmimus and Pshitas, without all the Chachma, the, the, the Esrik is the biggest Chacham, the Esrik is the greatest Chachma, but the Esrik says, me, I'm not trying to be, to be the Melech before the king. Okay, um, for seven days on, on Yontif, you could shake me, you could chuckle me for seven days, but then you put me down and you burn me with, the, and you burn me with all the rest of the Chametz. I get burned with the Chametz because all the Averis and all the Bletach that are on me, I get burned with the rest of the Chametz. The Rav says, don't, don't burn me with the Chametz. Put me on top of the Aron Kodesh. Remember me every day of your life. When you walk into shul, remember what it means, Vanis Fila. I just came back today. I, spent, I, 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 I traveled today with my, with my family. I went to spend, I spent a little bit of time with Rav Shalom Kamenetsky. What am I Rebbeim? So he told me of Amaisa in the, in the sukkah. He was saying over some Amaisa. So he said Amaisa, he said there was an Elter Bachar. That punk called while he was there. It was Elter Bachar, the Elter Bachar that he knew. He was waiting for a long time to find a Zivig. For a long time to find a Zivig. And he told, Shalom told him one time, he said, why don't you go to my mother and ask my mother for a bracha? Shmuel's Rebetzin. So he says, fine. So the Bachar goes to, the Bachar goes to Shmuel's, Shmuel's Rebetzin. And, uh, and he knocks on the door and Shmuel's Rebetzin answers the door. And uh, she, he says, you know, what are you here for? So he says, I'm here, I'm here to get a bracha for a shidduch. I'm, I'm old already. I'm waiting for a shidduch for a long time. I'm here to get a bracha for a shidduch. So Shmuel, as the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says, she says, have you ever davened for a shidduch? She says, yeah, I've davened for a shidduch. I've davened every day of my life for a shidduch. He said, did he ever daven for real? He says, yeah, I davened. I tell the Rebbe uh, you know, I, I need a shidduch. I daven for, you know, on a regular basis. She said, have you ever gone to the Rabbanu and said, Rabbanu I need a shidduch. Rabbanu you have to help me find a shidduch. You have to help me really be able to find my shidduch. He said, no, I never daven like that. I, I daven like, you know, shachar, smin, chamayr, daven, you know, the way, the way everybody davens. She said, no, no, no. Go ahead and go tell the Rabbanu Shem, Rabbanu Shem, Rabbanu Shem, I need a shidduch. Rabbanu Shem, I can't be. Rabbanu Shem, this is where you created me. Rabbanu Shem, I need a shidduch. Go say it in Tmimah without anything fancy in the way that the Swaram Agadoshim call that a person's Kadabra Ishari Eyu. Go say it in a very, very simple way. And Rav Shalom said, he said a week later, the Bachar started dating somebody, and he said after that he got engaged. I don't know how old the Bachar was when he got engaged, he said after that he saw the Yeshua, and after that he got engaged. Because the person says, I should talk to Rav Shalom, in my own, Anshik Nesagadelah's words, I understand. I could say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elekeinu Melech Elam, because that's the Anshik Nesagadelah said. But in my own words, I should talk to Rav Shalom, it doesn't pass. The Rav Shalom's interested in my, he's not interested in my words. I could put myself in David Melech's words, maybe. No, 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 write your own Tehillim. Make your own Tehillim. Talk to the Rabbanisham in your own words. Recognize the Rabbanisham wants to hear you. You with all your black blech and all your tzeklapta shanas. You with all your, your chesroinus. You with all the things that you think are terrible about you. The Rabbanisham wants you. But if you're the one that's able to run, when the Agola is standing outside the house, you jump on the Agola and say, Rabbanisham, if you want me, I'm here. Rabbanisham, why would you bring Mashiach and our dar? With the dar of the Ikhfus and the Mashiach, we're the worst dar. I don't know, but the Rabbanisham loves our dar. The is a hava for our dar. The Rabbanisham didn't want to bring Mashiach in the dar of the Balshemtiv, not in the dar of the Goin, and not in the dar of Abai and Rava. He wants to bring Mashiach in our dar. And when we're maimen in that, when we believe in that, when we believe like David Melech believed, that when Shmuel Anavi comes with that, with that jug of oil and says, I want to anoint you as the Melech, when we believe in that, then we're able to be the Melech. The Rabbanisham should give us the Kayach to be able to be maimen. Like Abtzadik very famously writes in Sitka Satzadik, Kashem Shah Adam Tzarech, Kashem Shah Tzarech Adam, Lahaman Bashemiz Barach Kach. 
A person needs to believe in himself the same way he believes in the Rabbanu Shalom. Because if the Rabbanu Shalom put you into, in this world today, that means that the Rabbanu Shalom is maimon in you. That means they have a chelik alekaimi mal inside of you. That means that the Rabbanu Shalom kept you alive for another day because the Rabbanu Shalom believes that you have a tachlis. The Rabbanu Shalom believes that you, the Tam, with all your chesreinus, with all your bad shoemaking experiences, doesn't make a difference. The Rabbanu Shalom wants dafka you. Dafka you to come ahead and to be mamlachim. Shem said, "Up, we should be zeicha to be maimen in this, and our maimen in this mitzvah will be zeicha to the to the galus of David Malcolm Meshicha. Will be zeicha to this galus of Meshicha and the hair of Yemenu." Amen. 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 Amen.